welcome to this week's episode of Chasing the Whimsy. I am your host, Ben. And we are currently technically live streaming. So um, this will be the second week that we've done it, where the live stream on Saturday will be the Monday episode. So when you guys are listening to this on Monday, technically we recorded this on Saturday, and there is a live stream version of this episode. Um, you can watch us. Um, let me sending out some texts, putting them on the socials um, about the episode and uh, a time. So um, I did stop sending the the links on the socials. So what <coughs> what we're trying to do is create some ex- exclusivity. I hate that word. I, I got to find a better word for that. Um, but I think what we're going to start trying to do is um, on the Saturday shows. Um, if you can't make it, but you still like to watch the live shows, because I know a lot of people kind of like watching the live shows. It's weird, because um, I do get a lot of views on the live on the live the live streams on the rewatches. So that's super interesting. Um, so if you're listening to this on Monday on your uh, whatever platform you listen to podcasts, and you want the live version. Uh, the video of this podcast, episode 40, um, email me at whimsy at chasingthewhimsy.com and uh, give me your email address. And then probably uh, it's going to be, in all honesty, it's going to be like Tuesday-ish that I'll send you the link for the live stream. It might be a day late until I can kind of figure out how to to streamline it and start um, getting everything automated to release on Mondays. Um, but we're going to, tr- yeah, so we're trying this out for a little bit. Let's see what happens. Um, hey, hey, Andy's here. Um, so this week's episode, um, again, is going to be a chasing the whimsy, uh, proper. And last week, um, it was just me kind of just reflecting, like letting you guys in to an hour and 20 minutes of what's going on in my head today. Uh, it's going to be a little bit more fun. we got the chats, so um, I'll try to read off what I can and get some feedback. It should be a pretty, this is going to be a more fun episode. Um, I'm going to try not to get too crazy. We'll figure it out. Um, because I'm trying to think, if you, you're listening to this on Monday and I get too much into the, the chats and stuff, um, then, I, you know, I don't I lose any of that disconnect. Um, so if here's why you guys should email me at whimsy at chasingthewhimsy.com. Um, because today is the first day um, I'm going to introduce uh, my host for Whimsy Live. So Liam is my uh, normal host for Chasing the Whimsy proper. And then for the Whimsy Live, um, Kitchen is is my uh, my co-host. I've been kind of toting uh, kitchen and we like kitchen. We got the cabinet door open again. I have no idea what the heck's going on, but what was super cute was uh, other grandma got super excited this week. It was like Thursday. I think Um, she's texting me and she's like, what are you doing? And I was like, "Uh, just working. She's like, I want to come over. I have something for you. Um, So she comes over and I was like, what's up? And she's like, I got something for you. 
So here's why you guys have to um, email me and subscribe to the, uh, the email list for the live shows, right? So you guys have a chance to meet Kitchen. Father Grandma made me a little kitchen gnome. And I think it's just fitting that his name will be Kitchen. So you have Kitchen and Kitchen. And uh, he's just going to hang out here for a little bit. You can tell I have the light. So that's like he's so like, all right, so we're going to move him back a little bit. So that way he doesn't. There you go. Yeah, big glare on him, I was seeing. So uh, today's mascot, Kitchen, Kitchen Gnome. Uh, other grandma and uh, Sally were making some gnomes, and other grandma hijacked uh, one of the gnomes when they were making a bunch of them. Hijacked one it was like, we need to make one that's a chef. Um, so this guy's looking super cool. He's got his hat. He's got his little chef shirt. Um, we got some, we got some, uh, he's got some oven mitts. He's got in his little apron, he's got a, a pan, a fork. He's got a little spatula with some seeds in it. He's got some little boots. Uh, he's got some long hair. So, um, all of you guys listening Monday, you're like, I don't know what the heck he's talking about. Boom. Shoot me an email so uh, I can. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, bought something for William. He got delayed. Um, so, yeah. Our mascot today is Kitchen. Um, he's going to play part of the theme for today's episode, for episode 40. Um, I don't know if you guys noticed the title of it. Old man, nom, nom, nom. Um, but before we get into the episode proper, I do got some notes. Um, isn't that, yeah, he's awesome. Andy's like, he's awesome. I know. So um, he'll definitely be here on all the, definitely all the Mondays. Um, and then, because uh, he's, he hangs out with me for live. And then um, if I keep doing the, these ones uh, he'll hang out for a little bit um so liam's normally my is uh is co-host for chasing the whimsy proper um he's not here again this week uh lots of cool stuff going on with him he had uh, a state tournament last weekend so he was uh, preparing for that and going to uh, i think it was for the high school kids uh, but he went to um, the big state tournament to support his team. And then afterwards, um, and the night before, was just partying with everybody. So um, he just got busy, and he's just having a good time. He's getting ready next weekend. I don't know what we're doing next weekend. Um, I don't know which what episode you guys are going to get, when I'm going to record it. Like, I have no idea. He's got a huge tournament next weekend. Um that I will be going to, so I have no idea if I'm going to record next Saturday. Um, and if I don't, then yeah, I'll with you guys. Um, but Liam's going to be a uh, big, big tournament, like huge sport complex. And then he's got like schools coming in from everywhere. Um, so he, he should be, it's like a whole day event, but I think his class, his school, um, will you know we have to figure out what time um, his school is scheduled to, to wrestle so he'll wrestle a couple of times but uh big big event for him 
So um, I will be there next weekend. They're supporting and, you know, just watching them kicking some butt. So um, he's still doing the wrestling club. So he's just tearing it up over there, um, working on all this technique and his, in his form and just practicing, um, practice, practice, practice. So um, he's just getting ready for this big tournament next weekend. I'm super excited. Um, depending on how late it goes till, um, you know, I'd like to um, record something that you guys give you guys some updates of, uh, you know, just his dominance uh, within wrestling. So uh, we should, there will be some kind of update. I just don't know when the episode will drop. Um, so yeah, he's doing his thing. Um, again, we support him wrestling, so he can't always be here. So that's why we're here hanging out with Kitchen today. Um, if he was here, fuck off, Kitchen. Um, so we will have updates next week with um, how he did on his little wrestling on his wrestling tournament. So um, I'm excited to go there, hang out for the day, um, kind of just watch him and just uh, do his thing. So um, I know he's doing a lot of practice. Um, I think we're cutting weight a little bit maybe this week and uh, we're just, you know, just preparing and getting ready. What else? Um, I don't know if there's anything else. We got some, and then we got some cool stuff going on this weekend. So like I, uh, I think in the pre-show um, I mentioned, you might not have a chance to record this week. So that's why we're recording it again today. Um, we have, uh, Liam and I have a, a date to go break some shit. Um, so I'll have an update once, uh, figure out how that works out, but I can tell you what we were doing, watching them break some stuff. Um, a couple of small updates. Um, I mentioned last week that we are working on some stationary type stuff. There's going to be two, uh, chasing the whimsy notebooks. I, um, working with a publisher. Um, Amazon has a self-publishing feature and website. Um, I've gone ahead and created the cover, all the inside pages. Um, there's two versions. There's a color, one in color and one in black and white, just so I can kind of play around with a little bit. We should see, um, I had to make some changes uh, to get it approved. And I made all the changes on Thursday and Friday. So they need about three days to approve it. And then once it gets approved, um, I'll send out some links. I'll bring it up on uh, next Saturday or whenever we do another episode. But we do have uh, technically in the process trying to get published two Chasing the Whimsy notebooks. Um, and once I learn how and we can get that off the ground, stuff's going to get crazy. Um, I, as we mentioned last week, um, you know, is podcasting taking over my life? Um, is it too much of a problem? You know, um, is it taking away um, from uh, other aspects of my life? Definitely not. Um, I went and played Pokemon today. We're going to do wrestling uh, with Liam next weekend. We're going to do some breaks and stuff this weekend. Um, but in, because I work two jobs, I do find that I have um, extra time in the evenings where I'm able to research and do so all of the ideas that I come from, um, I do 
while working overnights. And I'm able to kind of just research a lot of things. Um, I drive a lot. So um, YouTube videos, different podcasts and stuff I'm listening to to kind of get some other ideas. Um, so some of the free time I'm always trying to use to come up with different ideas, um, expand my knowledge and uh, start honing some of my creative skills. Um, so if we can get these two books off the ground, um, will be fantastic, which means I know what the heck I'm, what kind of what I'm doing. But what we'll do is, um, I've been thinking, right, is we just got done with a very successful episode 37. Um, huge support from everybody. Um, we're seeing some great download numbers. Um, subscription numbers are like, like they're double tripling right now. Um, I think on Spotify, like the the follower numbers like almost quadrupled um that's how like that's how much um traction we got from episode 37. um all of my socials have seen increases in uh, followers apple for whatever reason is getting a little wonky and isn't real good at giving me the analytics but we are seeing huge download numbers on apple um soundcloud uh, most people, it's there's some uh, improvement there, but I don't think most people listen to SoundCloud. Mostly because uh, we use SoundCloud to filter through all the other platforms, uh, Apple and Spotify. So that's why we see such a huge increase in those two areas. Um, but we're seeing huge improvement in numbers across the boards. Uh, YouTube is seeing a bunch of activity. Um, a lot of subscriptions and followers on YouTube. So um, coming off of the, so what's interesting, what's funny was like, I thought like after 37, like I'm going to take a break, decompress a little bit, kind of just uh, figure out what I want to do next. And I don't think I waited more than a couple of days before I was like, what's the next project and what's the next milestone? So um, I think logically the next big milestone would be um our one year in july so that first week of july so if we can get these books figured out these notebooks figured out not necessarily anybody's gonna buy them like I buy them if you want if you don't whatever it's just i now i'm learning how to publish these books that i can put out on amazon for everybody once i get that figured out and everything starts working out I have a huge project that I want to do for uh, our anniversary. And um, it's going to be probably, it's going to be color. Um, it's going to have, uh, it's going to be themed. I can't go too much into it because I don't want to give anybody, uh, give too much away. But um, I don't know what size, like a five by eight, maybe. Not like a full eight and a half by 11, but like a five by eight little book, right? And um, I'm only going to put it out for, uh, we'll see, who knows. Um, there's going to be um, like a year uh, year one edition or like a first edition. But working on a huge project, trying to put together like a, I don't know, we'll call it 40, almost 50 pages worth of um, content um, for a certain aspect of Whimsy over the year. So in July is our one year. I'm going to try to put a book together 
Um, it's almost like a coffee table book, but it's not going to be big. It's just going to be kind of like a smaller one, um, but it's going to have some information. Uh, it's going to be themed around something that happened the whole first year. And it's going to be fantastic. And I think you guys are going to love it. Um, so we got that project going. If I can get this publishing thing figured out so that I can start publishing that. Uh, like I've already um, started outlining what that book looks like. So um, once I... I gotta get some help. I gotta get some people. Uh, I'll probably get with like um, Esther, Kelly, uh, other grandma will probably be really good too with it. But I need to figure out how to like structure this book. Um, so we got some really exciting stuff coming up for our, our anniversary show. Or yeah, I'm gonna call it for the show. Um, JJ, um, I gotta get, um, we mentioned last week, I'm working with JJ. He's super excited. And next week, we're going to start um, planning what our next steps are for Yellowstone um, and start releasing uh, or start at least producing um, on the in the background um, the next evolution of Yellowstone and what that's going to look like. Put it together. Um, I reached out to Jay Sarge, and um, he has offered to help out, give me some advice. Um, on certain aspects of Yellowstone that we want to try and do. JJ super excited. I'm super excited about it. Um, I also mentioned that years ago I used to write. I had a, uh, a series of short stories that I have. Handful of you guys have maybe even read it. Um, and oh, so here's what I need for everybody, right? So I can go to Fiverr and I can find somebody to help me. Uh, I can find an editor. Over the next week, week and a half, if anybody's interested in helping me edit my short stories, um, I think there's there's 10 short stories and maybe 60 pages. Um, most I did I did all like the spell check and the grammar check and everything else. I just need someone to help me um, space it out, and I don't know how to I know how to like I know how to space dialogue. So I just need someone, uh, if, if anybody's interested, um, good editor, reads a lot, can help me out with that. Um, email me at whimsy at chasingwhimsy.com. Uh, we can work it out. Obviously, I would uh, compensate you for your time. But once I can kind of get that story figured out, um, a lot of really fun ideas with it. Um, Andy, I sent you a link. She loved the idea, the direction I want to take with these short stories. Um, I sent it to Jay Sarge, and he is super excited about this, the direction for it. Um, so we'll have the short stories. Maybe I can publish those if you guys want to, like a hard uh, like copy of it. And then maybe we do something else with the stories. Um, so there's a lot of really fun stuff coming up. Um, I mentioned anniversary show. Um, I am working on a huge project with picks and um i'm in the preliminary stages of like getting ready to start outlining it out it's going to be fantastic again a couple of you guys have already heard about it um and i think we're just gonna have a blast with it it's going to be very interactive it's gonna be a little bit more creative and a little bit it's definitely whimsy um so a lot of stuff really uh, we're getting we're getting ready to start producing a lot of really cool stuff. So um, again, appreciate everybody for listening. Follow, 
Um, make sure you hit the on YouTube the, the little bell uh, so that way you get the notifications when I go live and when I post new stuff. Um, check the websites, you know, follow us on the socials because as we get closer to July, huge updates going to be happening. Um, so keep everybody updated. Um, I think the pick things are going to probably go like maybe June leading into um, the anniversary show. Um, but man, it's going to be so much fun. I'm excited. Um, I think I'm going to start working on creating a gaming channel. It's like, so you have Chase and the Whimsy, and then like right next to it um, will be like the, like Liam has his Whimsy Gaming 37 um, locked up. So once he starts gaming, he's going to start using that one. So um, I think I'm going to start trying to do some gaming stuff. Not all the time. Um, I think what would be interesting is uh, I, like on a random Monday, if I run out of something to talk about or I don't have anything or not prepared or whatever it is, um, I'm thinking like once a month on a Saturday or Monday, um, I just find a different puzzle game. Like we have the, all the Rusty Lake games. So there's like 20 of those things. Um, and they take about two hours to play some of them. So um, I think I'm going to try and pick a game once a month and we just play just a random game. Um, so there's some puzzles. There's going to be a lot of interaction. So you guys can help me remember um, like any codes or passwords or clues that I miss as we kind of float around this uh, Rusty Lake um, universe. And I love the games. I've been playing them for years. So um, I think it'd just be interesting. So um, if you're listening to it, throw it in the chats or in the comments. Put in the comments, um, like, Whimsy Gaming, yes, if you're interested in. Because, like, right now, we have some gaming material on the YouTube page. But if I start doing more-ish gaming content, I think it would be better to have, like, its own channel instead of it being, like, podcast, 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 weird video game. Um, so yeah, in the comments, uh, give me like a whimsy gaming yes or whimsy gaming no. If you think I should just, um, I mean, obviously, if we do a whimsy gaming, like also interact, it'll still be live. It's just organizationally, I just like the idea of all the gaming stuff being on the gaming channel, and then um, all the whimsy stuff on the whimsy channel. So uh, I'm looking into it. Don't know. I got to talk to Chris a little bit because he had some suggestions. Um, and then get with Lame a little bit to see what he's going to start doing with his gaming stuff. Um, all right. I think that's all I got for you. So today's episode, nom, 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 is because of, we got Kitchen here. He's a cook. Talking food. Talking food, favorite foods, any fun food experiences, comfort food, um, just a relationship, our, our relationship with food. Um, there's a couple of you guys in the chats, so by all means, you know, comment away. Um, I had a couple of, I like food. Eat a lot. Um, oh, let me write that one down. I don't want to forget that one. Nikki, Nikki has a, I have a couple of really fun stories with Nikki. Uh, rolls. 
Um, so I like to eat and I'll eat a lot, but I'm also the pickiest eater you'll ever meet. Um, no fruits, no vegetables of almost any kind. Um, a lot of people freak out and they like, that doesn't make sense. I mean, I'll eat a potato. I'll eat sometimes like a carrot in a beef stew, maybe. Um, but literally, I, I don't like most of the stuff. Now, because people are just, they, they bother me. Like when you tell people like you don't eat fruits or vegetables, they, they panic, they freak out. So there's some clarification about my, my pickiness in food. I like flavors of fruits. Like I will drink a fruit punch. Um, I will eat fruit candy, okay? Um, it's a textural thing. Um, I think a lot of it is I do not like strawberries um, or like a strawberry pie because like I don't like the strawberry meat, like the texture of it's all weird. You got all the seeds. So um, I will eat things that have a flavoring or if it's like pureed, like into like a, like a jelly, like I do eat grape jelly. So like I do eat ketchup. So if everybody takes a step back and realize like, don't be so hard literal. I just won't eat onions, carrots, bananas. Um, but I will eat those flavored things. So um, everybody just relax. So um, I think that's one of the most frustrating things, most irritating things. It's like I'll tell people like, yeah, I don't eat fruits and vegetables. They're like, oh, so you don't like all you don't like uh, you know fruit punch? I'm like, that's not the same thing. It's a textural thing. Um, if there's a texture to it, I don't like it. Um, I will drink it. And again, if it's like a like a paste or a jelly, some kind of spread, um, I will eat it. So I think back to why I'm so picky. And one of the other things I think I can come up with is like growing up as a kid, I was allergic to everything. Like everything. Um, I couldn't find the paperwork on it, but like beans, melons, milk, grass, um, beans, like just I was like it like this list of stuff I was allergic to was just fucking everywhere. So like being at such a young age and then just years ago, you know, the allergy tests are like horrible, man. They just like it's a bunch of scratch, like scratch tests. And like as a kid. Um, I don't think I enjoyed it. Um, if I had to go, if I had to try and like remember it, I'm pretty sure I was like laying on my stomach as they are just like torturing me, trying to figure out what I'm um, allergic to. I don't even know if that was the same test, but like, I'm sure that there was like, I just know I didn't say I like it. Um, so being traumatized as a kid, getting tested for what I'm allergic to, then being told I'm allergic to it. Um, I think psychologically as a kid, um, I realized like, well, instead of telling people I'm allergic to it, since I just don't like it. And I think over the years, I just got to a point where I'm like, oh yeah, I don't like it because I was allergic to it. And then I just like, it just embedded it on me. I am, um, I do try every once in a while to try something new. Um, Katie years ago tried to get me to do sushi because I like the idea of sushi. There's too many textures, man. Like I lost my mind. Like I wanted so much to like sushi, but you got like 
the weirdness of the the seaweed paper, right? So you got the weird texture of that, and you got the rice, and you got like the crisp crunchiness of uh, a cucumber, and then like a bunch of, like oh oh I wanted to and I hate it. I can't do it. There's too many textures going on. Um, so so somewhere I lost. Um, you know, I just I just can't do it. Um, so I tricked myself into thinking I was allergic to it, and if I ate it, I'd die. So then it's like I don't like it. And then like subconsciously, I just over the years, it's just like I'll try to take a bite of it. I don't like the texture. And then I was like, oh, it's disgusting. So uh, let's see. Andy says I'm a total foodie. Uh she it's totally overused. I love trying food from different cultures, especially. I like finding a hole in the wall, mom and pop type places. Um, that is so cool. Um we used to do that years ago, um, like, like mom and Phil would always go out and eat at different places, but then there was every once in a while, like, they'll take all of us, like, the whole family, and we would find, like, these, like, and I don't know why, but we would drive, like, 15 minutes, like, semi-halfway across town to go to this weird hole-in-the-wall, like, Chinese restaurant. That for whatever reason they found it, they like it, and that's the place we would always go. And it was like that, like I don't know, this was got to be like in the nineties. Um, very stereotypical, right? So you walk in, um, and then off to the left, you know, on the way to the bathroom, you know, you had the one tree there, then you had the open like pipe where water was draining into like the hole in the ground, like the drain there. So like, like stereotypical. And then you walk in a little bit and you have the, the two, um, uh, like, um, it's a buffet. So you have the two different buffets, right? So you have like, um, your meats on the one and then you walk over and you get all your sides and stuff. So, um, I enjoyed also going to like weird hole in the wall places. Um, I think I did it a few times with a couple of like exes. Liam and I every once in a while try to, you know, try something new. He likes this place uh, right down the street from us. Um, it sucks because they don't let us eat there anymore. So that's lame. Uh, but he loves their food. But yeah, some of these like weirder places um, that don't have like a huge following. But yeah, definitely hole in the wall. And what's interesting is like some of these hole in the wall places, they've been there for 100 years. Um, so something has to be good enough. Maybe it's because I don't know, like, but if they're still there for a hundred years, like, let's try it out. Um, so because, so, um, mom's working right now. So, um, I got some mom stories and some stuff growing up. I have one story that I'm going to bring out of retirement for one time. And then I'll never mention it. Well, I'll bring it out every time, every once in a while. But um, I like food so much. Uh, Nikki would remember uh, we worked together. She worked uh, with me for a couple of years when she was still in college. And um, like every night, every weekend, we would take like 15 of us and we'd go to Denny's. And I'd buy everybody rocket cups and there'd just be a bunch of us. 
and we'd all just hang out at a Denny's and um, I would never buy my own food because I just walk around and just eat everybody else's food. Like, hey, what are you doing? And just pick off everybody else's plate. Um, but yeah, we would do that all the time. Uh, there was another time, Nikki, I think it had to have been New Year's Eve. Um, we went to, I went to one Christmas party or New Year's, Christmas, New Year's, New Year's party. And they had like a big party. And then in the kitchen, they have all the food and then all the alcohol. So I got fucked up. And then for whatever reason, I started taking dinner rolls and just start sticking them in all of my pockets. Like I had a big jacket, so I had the inside pockets, my, my, my front pockets, and she'd pick me up and I was maybe a little inebriated. And then I was like, we're driving. I would just reach into my pocket and be like, Nikki. And then ask me, like, you want to roll? Um, and she's like, where the hell did you get that? I'm like, ah. And we'd go to another little party and I'm still, and like, what was funny, which, and she just, she still laughs about it, is this idea that hours after that first place I went to, I'm still pulling rolls out of my pockets, man. Like, like how many rolls can this kid keep in his pockets? And that, I don't know how many they were. And I take a bite and put it back or something. Like, I don't know. Um, yeah, man, we have a lot of good times with food. Um, we used to go to mom's every Sunday. We had, uh, uh, when Liam was little, we would always go to go over there so we can hang out with mom. Mom can hang out with Liam. And we would go there every weekend and just eat. And now Liam, just as picky as I was, would only eat mashed potatoes and bread. Um, and he did that for years. Uh, he's obviously better at it now. Like he'll eat a little bit of everything. Um, but yeah, those were like it's it's weird. Um, like I enjoy like I enjoy food, but it's like the memories that come with the food. I think uh, you realize like it's not the food itself that was that's good. It's like kind of like those like the the memories that you subconsciously forget about. And then only when you're like this podcast, you start thinking back about, oh shit, yes, we did do a lot of stuff with food and family. And some of like, you start thinking about some like weird, fun family memories and just, there was food there. Um, we used to go to El Paso every year, me and Rhiannon, every year for the summer. And there's gotta be like a hundred of us in, in Texas. Um, and they would like every Sunday, man, everybody comes over. There's rice everywhere, and they're on adobo and fucking brisket and God knows what else. And there was just like cute, I don't know. It was just like always eating. Um, like uh, my mom's did it like again when Liam was little. Um, in El Paso, my grandparents did it, and uh not so much anymore. Like this cult, like societally. Like people just don't have family dinners anymore. And I think um I miss it, man. Um the pandemic screwed it all up for it. Like uh, because of the pandemic, nobody can go anywhere, you know. Uh someone's sick, so now we gotta like quarantine and then it was just safer just not to go. Um but you know, now we try to go to mom's um like every other week, every three weeks or so. Like we'll go over and hang out. 
but we try to do dinner uh, and hang out at mom's and uh, she'll make something you know special for us something that one she knows i'll eat and then liam and the baby will eat uh, oh, hold on i gotta fix that chair oh, okay um what else does anybody else have any cool fun food stories that can read off in the chat um so we got the rolls um there's um what's super also really weird is how attached we are because like what's funny is right is like if you uh meatloaf right you ask people like hey you like meatloaf and meatloaf is one of those things where it's like there's always a caveat um yeah i like meatloaf loaf but only the way my mom used to make it or do you like uh ponset only the way my dad or my grandmother made it so it's like one of those things where it's like like if we went to like a like a a buffet you want to eat the the meatloaf there but if mom made it then you would eat it um let's see andy food and family equals yes all the neighborhood kids used to come eat at our house when I was young. Since my mom was an amazing cook, she is the reason I love food so much. Um, what's so funny is, I'm glad your mom's an amazing cook. My mom, I enjoy it. I think she's an amazing cook. But it's like when you like you look at it and you realize like, it's only that type of cooking that like again like the meatloaf like i only eat my mom like i won't eat anybody else's meatloaf like you can offer me meatloaf i'm not gonna eat it but my mom makes meatloaf and she makes me like a whole loaf that i can take home and i just eat it for the week um my mom's an only child and then ever like and then forever she does not know how to make or cook for like three or one like on mondays she makes all of her lunches and stuff for the next couple of days and then she still has leftovers and she still has extra stuff and she's like and she just she's like here you want some more food she's like this is too much food for her lunches and i'm like hey lady like you have you have three lunches and like and two dinners but yet you're still sending me home with like huge bags of food um I don't know where she gets it. Um, most of the time, like like your only children, like the people who are only children or like the smaller families. I don't know. Like then they don't you guys like normally cook for what you need? And then obviously like the bigger families, you'd cook for 10 because you have 10. My mom cooks for 10 just because. Like um spaghetti night. Uh shout out spaghetti night, Liam would if he was here he'd be like hell yeah spaghetti night best pasta night's the best night of the week whatever whatever week we go to mom's for pasta spaghetti it's the best um ooh, christina yes um so like <laughs> a couple of weeks ago mom was like you guys coming over for dinner i'm like no i said liam and i um you know, we're just, we're just hanging out, man. We're just going to do a, a boys' night. You know, we're just hanging out. We're going to hang out with Sophie. We're just going to do some, like, stuff. And then she's like, and then I was like, well, what were you having? 
And then she takes back spaghetti and Liam's like, turn around. Nope, we're going. We're, we have to go for spaghetti night. Um, and we did. Um, spaghetti night is like my favorite night of the week. Or again, the favorite night of food. I will eat so much spaghetti that like Kari watches me eat and then gets sick. Like he's like, how do you eat three of the largest plates of spaghetti? And then I'm just still eating. And then Liam's over here with me. He's eating too. And like, we're just like crazy people. Um, Yeah. The night that we ate the most spaghetti we've ever eaten, we were like so happy. And then on the drive home, we were like, we ate life. <laughs> we came home and laid down and went to bed. Um, man, I do enjoy me some pasta tonight. Um, Liam wants to know how to make, uh, you know, mom's, because mom's uh, spaghetti recipe, uh, the, the, her, her red sauce has kind of evolved over the year from like canned to a jar. And now she makes it um, pretty sure like, like homemade and has like the hamburger meat in it and stuff. So he's like, how do you make that? I'm like, I have no idea. So we're going to have to figure out how to make it and let you guys all know. Um, Christina uh, makes tamales with the family for Christmas. Um, that's another big day. My mom loves the holidays, man. She loves tamales because she's got people at work that make them. Edwin's, uh, Edwin makes them. And she'll buy them. <laughs> and it's so funny. Like, oh, I'm, like I don't, like, we never had that family. But, like, um, obviously a lot of, like, um, like, I don't, like, I don't know, because, like, even, even, like, the Filipinos, man. So, like, tamales are, like, I, I don't wish it, but I like the idea of, like, the family comes together and, like, everybody just, like, all the women are just making tamales all day. They make hundreds of these tamales and then they just give them out and sell them. Like, but like the idea that there's like that tamale day during the holidays in which the, the guys are off doing their thing and the women are just hanging out and just doing their thing. Like it's old timey. It's like old timey as hell. Um, you don't see a lot of that. And I think that's um, Christina. Do you, so when you guys do the tamales, um, is it like everybody, mom, grandma, sisters, aunts, like like a bunch of you guys? Because um, what I'm curious is those type of traditions, right? Where everybody goes, um, like the Italians, like they like to make uh, like the red sauce, uh, like the spaghetti red sauce. And like Brian Quinn from Impractical Good Jokers used to say, um, you know, they would do the same thing where the whole family, like everybody comes in and everybody's making like pasta sauce. And um, I think uh, Jelaine up in, in El Paso um, and like that whole side of the family, like everybody cooks. And what I'm curious is, is that gathering of cooking, right? That like that one, two days a year where everybody gets together and everybody's cooking, is it like once so like it's a grandma mom thing so once grandma mom die do those traditions still last so like christina like 10 years from now with your kids are you going to continue that tradition 
and, and make tamales every year with, with your kids and kind of continuing that, that tradition of just meeting up. Um, I know in, in Texas, right. That whole family, they love eating. Right. And they all still cook together. Um, generations, right. So you got like, you got three generations of people just cooking together and it's awesome. Um, I don't cook. I really don't. Um, and so I don't know if I'll ever have that. Maybe like Lim and I figure out something that we can make every year. Um, man, I, that's, those are traditions that I, I envy. Um, just everybody hanging out, just cooking. And, just, and again, it's so funny because like you guys don't eat all the tamales. Like the mom buys 20 of these things every year, 30 of these things. Um, what we got? Andy, my mom freezes her spaghetti sauce leftovers uh, for me. I pick up my sauce stash uh, once a month. That's so funny. Um, it won't last that long with me, man. Like, we'll eat at mom's. We'll come home. And then, like, right before bed, Liam and I have an extra bowl or an extra plate of spaghetti. <laughs> um, but, yes, man, good spaghetti sauce is amazing. Uh, Andy still loves, like also agrees with tamales. Uh, Christina, but my mom has the meat and everything prepared and ready. So all they have to do is assemble. <laughs> That's age, man. That's just like, man, I just want to get these people in and out, but I still want the day. Like I still want the tradition, but like, you gotta, you know, streamline this thing. And, you know, you do it enough years. You're like, okay. This doesn't need to be a 10 hour day. This is keep it like a nice four or five hour day. Um, I mean, we have traditions like we go to mom's. So, like, I, I have, like, I do have, you know, some of the traditions, but I do, I do envy the idea of um, just going and then everybody just, again, all the women are cooking, all the boys are talking, whatever, or doing whatever. Um, and then, fuck it, you get sometimes we get the, they get the boys come in and then, you know, they're cooking too. And like, I don't know. It's just really fun to get the idea of just everybody cooking together. Um, Again, I don't cook. So the idea of on Sunday, I go to mom's and try to get in there and help out, like help ruin everything. Um, we enjoy tacos. Liam and I love tacos. There was one time like uh, Rhiannon's first husband, you know, he thought he was cool. And I was like, yeah, I'm cooler. And he's like, I can eat more tacos than you. I was like, no way. Dude, I ate taco. I ate that kid under the table. That's probably why he didn't last. Um, man, but it, it's so weird because like, I like tacos, but I don't like the lettuce, tomato, or the onion. Um, I'll do some guacamole every once in a while, but I think I'm allergic to it. So I have to be careful on how much uh, guacamole I eat. Um, but yeah, I just eat a lot, a lot all the time. Uh, one of Liam's favorite uh, food-ish stories is Sloppy Joe's. And again, Sloppy Joe's, right? Another one like Mom's Meal of. I will not eat your guys' Sloppy Joe's. I'm sorry. I only like it the way my mom makes it. I don't like it out of the can. Um, however you guys make it, whatever little flair or twist you put on it, I, don't, I won't eat it. I'm sorry. But I will eat my mom's for days. Um, you don't cook anything? Um, dude, I cook like I'm a bachelor, dude. Um, like, 
we enjoy the sloppy joes and the macaroni. And it was funny because like we were there eating one day. Nikki comes over. She smells it from the door, right? She's like that sloppy joes. And she stayed for dinner. And what's super cool? It's one of the only meals that will take Nikki all the way back to like junior high, high school. Um, yeah, she gets super nostalgic about uh, Sloppy Joe's and macaroni. That sounds so good. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Liam was like, he's like, we were coming home that night. He's like, what's up with it? What's up with her? I'm like, we like, we like it, man. Like that stuff is like old school. Because it was one of those things like you grow up and you're like, kids are already picky as it is. And then you're like, what's the easiest thing you can make with like the cheapest with the most food? You're like, boom, hamburger meat. You're like, you can get like six pounds of it for like a dollar and a half. And you just like fry it up. You throw in some barbecue sauce and you throw it on a bun and call it a day. And for whatever reason, man, that's like our favorite meals uh, growing up. Um, I cook like a, like, I don't know. Um, most people that I know hate it. I will eat like like I said. I eat, I cook and eat like a bachelor. Like here, I'll eat, I'll eat right out of the can. Like I don't even care. Um, Liam likes the chicken and rice that we make, and it's just it's just chicken and some rice and some soy sauce. But um, he he enjoys it. Um, you know, we kind of just like uh, I don't have the patience for the rice cooker anymore. So we just like minute rice that thing. Boom, we can chicken that thing. He just makes it up. And he, he'll eat like like two and a half cups of rice, like chicken and rice, like when he makes it. Like I got a pan, he's like, like last week and he's like, oh, I'm just gonna make some chicken and rice. I'm like, all right, whatever. But he loves that shit. Um, the baby will only eat Macaroni and cheese, chicken nuggets. She likes meatballs. Um, she'll eat some chicken and rice every once in a while. She gets really weird sometimes about what she wants to eat because, like, she'll eat some stuff, but if it looks different than the like what she likes, she's like, I don't want it. So, um, like, she'll eat like a McDonald's cheeseburger, but if I try to make her a cheeseburger, she's like, uh, probably not. Um, JJ is the same way. I think he mentioned on his one of his first episodes, you know, he likes mcdonald's or dad's burgers and nobody else's burgers and like burgers are for the most part the most basic thing in the world um you know you just make some fucking hamburger patty grill that thing up um some people put onion in it no thank you um but yeah it's so weird is we could easily make a cheeseburger for jj and he's like well if it's not mcdonald's or my dad's i don't want it and it's, I don't know, it's super interesting how we grow up just liking, you know, one type of the same thing that everybody else has. So it's always fun. Us cooking, even if it's bachelor style. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Um, I do. Nah, I do have a walk. I do enjoy making fried rice. Um, the problem is, is like, I'll, I would cook more if I had someone doing the dishes, because the problem is, is like, you get, you got like, you got your chicken. So now I got a cutting board. 
and a, like a bowl that's holding the raw chicken in. So that's going to discontaminate everything. So you got to keep that off to the side. And then you got the rice and you got eggs and you got a bunch of other stuff and measuring things. And there's too many, like I, so when I make, uh, like when I make some fried rice, I have to make a grip of it because I have to justify enough meals for the mess. Um, what else do I make? Do I make anything else? Shit, I don't think I do. Real boring chicken and rice. I do like some fried rice. Yeah, I don't do anything. Like, oh man, I really don't eat that much. Like, I'll eat a lot, but I really don't cook a lot. Of um, what else? So, all right, so here's all the weird mom stories. Okay, so, um, so we got, we, so we understand where Ben's at, right? So we're like, Ben's a little picky because he was told he was allergic and he can die. So he's just like, in his head, he's like, I can't eat any of this shit. Growing up, uh, fourth, fifth, sixth grade, so what is that? Seven, eight, nine, ten, like those three years, um, like 96 would have been 13 even. No, it couldn't have been that. That would have been 93. It would have been 10. So like, yeah, like the seven, eight, nine uh, age range. Mom makes dinner and there's like, she used to try and do like a, like a vegetable with every meal. Like she's like, all right. She, she read the food pyramid. She's like, every meal needs one of these things and some vegetables. So it's either like green beans or carrots, peas every once in a while. Like, Oh, I, I couldn't eat any of that stuff. But man, like my mom never yelled that, that much. Like for the most part, we're all really good kids. Um, she get frustrated and be like, ah, every once in a while, but man, consistently, she would try to give me vegetables and it would be like a half a scoop of like corn, maybe a green bean, like nothing crazy. Like none of like the weird vegetables and I would not eat any of them. And then for whatever reason, it was like, you can't leave the table until you eat all your food. And it's just like, I don't want to. And me and my mom would have these standoffs for like hours hours she's like just try it i'm like i'm not gonna try it and i was so stubborn i would just sit there and i'd eat everything else except for the two bites of carrot or like corn broccoli fuck, fuck all that and i would sit there for hours and my mom would just walk back and forth she's handling her thing she's doing dishes and i'd just sit there i don't i don't know exactly how long and again my memory might be different than like reality, but I don't think it was that like I could have been sitting there for like an hour, hour and a half. So much to the point where like everybody's going to bed, and then finally my mom just like looks at me and she's like, God damn it, fuck it, just go to bed. And that's the only time she'd ever yell at me was when I wouldn't eat my vegetables and I would just outweigh, I would wait her out. And she would just get so irritated with me. And she was just like, get away from me. Just go. And I'm like, <laughs> I win. <laughs> oh, I'm such a shithead. Um, man. And then, like, and then eventually she got to the point where she's like, just let me put it on your plate anymore. Um, any of your parents ever do that thing where they try to hide your vegetables in your mashed potatoes or like in your food somewhere? 
Or when you look at it, and you're like, well, what is that? And they're like, oh, that's chicken. And you're like, that's that's mushroom, lady. Don't 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 chicken me. That is a mushroom. Did your parents ever try to do stuff like that? Oh, I gotta roll my nose real quick. Chat for a second. keeping this in all right i blew my nose um yeah man that was the only time i ever remember my mom actually is like just frustrated as all hell now mom's a foodie she likes to eat right we all like to eat she has her thing my mom loves biscuits and gravy she likes like she's always like like over the years, I vaguely like she's kind of tweaking like her white gravy recipe a little bit. Um, like it's probably evolved a couple of times over the years. And like we went we went to Idaho one year one summer. We went to Idaho. We had some like we had some friends or whatever up there. And while we were up there, we were at some restaurant and she somehow got a taste of this gravy. This white gravy in some rando restaurant lost her shit. And no joke, I promise you, she ordered like five gallons of this white gravy. We so like on the drive home from Idaho, which is like a what, day and a half, like a half a day. No, it's like what, 18 hours. So we had to get like a, a ice chest filled with a bunch of ice so the mom can travel four states with five gallons of like white gravy and gravy for like two and a half weeks um yeah man she's a she's a sucker for some uh some biscuits and gravy i don't even know if we like it might not have been five gallons like i think five gallons is a lot right they like put it into perspective right i got the water cooler five gallons is a lot it, it was a huge it was it was huge it had to been i don't know how much it was I'm going to call it five gallons. It wasn't five gallons, but it was huge. So you got a little kid, you got my active imagination. So it was five gallons, but it was, I don't know. There was enough that we had business gravy for a week, breakfast and dinner. Um, you know what's the worst part about a good biscuits and gravy, man? This is when the biscuits suck, man. Do we like, uh, I'm trying to think, what kind of biscuits do we like? Because every once in a while you get those really dense biscuits. No good. No, thank you. Do we like sausage in our in our white gravy? Rolls. All right. There's this one, there's this one story years ago I used to tell. And it was funny for like the first like three years. And then eventually got to the point where just that was the other only other time. <laughs> I remember my mom yelling at me. She was just like, quit telling that stupid story. I don't know, man. Like, it was my opener. Anytime I met somebody new, it was like, hey, this lady right here, she fucked up some barley. So, um, she, she'll, like, she, like, she'll, like, it's so funny, even now, she'll find a recipe or she'll see something on the Food Network and she's like, I'm going to try making that. And she'll, try, and she'll experiment with some stuff and be like, there's a, uh, you know, there's some good ones, there's some successes, and there's a couple where she's like, I'll never do that again. 
but like years ago, this goes back third grade, second, third grade. So that would have been seven, eight, which would have been like early, early nineties. She's like, I'm going to try making some barley soup. And I, was like, and I don't even know, I didn't even know what barley was. So I was like, hey, what is barley? She's like, because I was looking at it, because I was, again, I was picky. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to eat that. She's like, it's just like rice. I'm like, nah. She's like, yeah, it's barley. I'm like, all right. So she she reads off the recipe. She throws in her barley. And then she's stirring it up, and then she's cooking it. And then she kind of looks at it and is like, that's not enough. So she adds more barley. What we learned that day was that barley expands to like four times its size, five times its size. There's a webcomic. So go to chasingthewhimsy.com and on the top, hit the drop down for uh, Little Whims. I think it was like 11 or 12, like uh, number 11 or 12 on the webcomic. There's a, a barley comic and inspired from her, whereas one of those things where it's like, oh, it doesn't look like it's enough. And she just kept adding it. And then like 20 minutes later, like big pot, big pot, barley just starts. It's just like, it's overflowing to the point where she's just like, like so much that you have to like scoop it out and put it in another container. And it was still like expanding. Maybe that's where I get the five gallons from. Like we had so much barley barley soup um did it make a huge mess it was just one of those things where it was just like shit i shouldn't have added more to it and then it just overflowed and then for years your punk kid is just like hey this lady just like messed up the barley uh the barley recipe she hated it she hates that i tell that story um now not so bad because I, I can't remember the last time i even said it um i mentioned it once on one of the early podcasts i had the web comic and then now, but yeah, there was one time in like high school where I was like, okay, I'll just retire the story. And she's like, she just does not want to hear it anymore. So I took it out of retirement. Uh, you guys all heard it. Tagged the episode. Remember 40 is the, the, the barley story. Now I'll never, now I'll put it back in retirement, back in my pocket. Uh, so like maybe every 40 episodes, I'll just bring it up again. Like how weird would that be? year and a half from now we're like hey guys bring that barley story and then i'll just add something else to it or something uh yeah i enjoy the food um it is weird how like so we're just going to recap the episode real quick i envy family traditional grouping cooking like i wish uh i don't I, I do and I don't like, especially now 40, right? Growing up, if the mom's like, we're all going to just make tamales, I'd be like, nah, nah, nah. But like 20 years later, I'd be like, oh man, I'm, we're doing this because it's like, how often, like, how many times are we going to be able to do this? Um, So I, I do, I do appreciate, uh, you know, a large gathering of people cooking. Um, if you're listening to this on Monday in the comments, Give me some, give me, uh, give me a couple of things that you will only eat because mom or dad made it and you'll only make it the same way mom and dad makes it. Um, and then maybe leave another comment. If you only eat that, like if you make it, you only make it the way that mom made it or dad made it. Um, 
Because I'd be curious. Because like, I think I feel bad if I am. Like he's gonna grow up one day and he's gonna he's gonna be like, hey kids, minute rice and canned chicken. Like to be fair, like <laughs> who eats canned chicken? Like that's how lazy I am. Like right, because I'm a bachelor, right? Like I don't have time to like buy it and then cut it and then fry it up. So I just get the canned chicken. You pop it. You drain. It. Like it's like it. It almost seems disgusting, but I enjoy it. That is what it is. I mean, it takes two minutes to make some rice. Open a can, throw it in. I'm, I'm eating in four minutes. Like that's that's what I'm looking for. I'm just like I'm hungry now because I'll sit there and like stew for like an hour and a half that I'm hungry. And I'm like, ah. um, yeah. Curious to see what Megan replies back with because Megan's always constantly like finding a new recipe for something else. So I'm wondering if there's something what she makes that she consistently makes. Um. I know uh, my mom has, like, Other Graham has a recipe that my mom loves. Um, let's see what's Andy. The only, I only eat pork if my mom makes it because I think I'll get food poisoning otherwise. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right? Pork's one of those, like, you got to make sure it's cooked properly. Um, yeah, mom started doing some new stuff with pork recently. Oh shit! Like no joke. She made I don't know what she did. Oh, what did she do, Mom? Put it in the comments. She made this pork that when you try to take it out of the pan, like it just fell off the bone. It was like, and you just cut that right real quick with a fork. Like pork, I think is notorious for like being tough and hard as shell. Dude, this stuff like fell off the bone, and you just cut it with a fork, dude. It was amazing. Um. I don't know. Oh man, I forgot what she did with it or how she did it. She was so good. So, yeah, think about it, find out. Um, yeah, if there's something that you man, while we still got him, man, you got your parents, man. Uh, next time, next time they cook your favorite thing, man, you watch it, videotape it, watch it, write it down. Um, it's going to be weird because like you could try and go home and recreate it and it's never going to be the same, even though you did exactly the same thing. Um, you'll like it and it'll be like your version of it as you continue to grow up and you give it to your kids. Like if I try to create my mom's um, spaghetti sauce or red sauce, Liam will be like, yeah, it's pretty good, but it's not grandma's. I'm like, it's the exact same thing. And he's like, nah, it's a little bit different. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, that pork, she slow cooked it. Didn't she cook it for like four hours? I'm like, I don't know what it, oh, I'll find out, man. I'll put, that's a Monday, man. I'm going to put that as an exclusive because that pork was amazing. Um, I think that's all I got for you guys. That's an hour. That's an hour worth of food talk. I mean, to be fair, I did do like 20 minutes of like semi-business related stuff up front. Um, as you guys listen to this Monday, throw it in the chats, man. Do you guys do the tamale parties? Do you do a spaghetti red sauce party? Um, any big cookouts? Um, I know sometimes um, you'll get like the whole family together and um, barbecue. And it's like you dig a hole, you do a bonfire, and you're cooking over here, and you got like, you know, 
Uh, I'd be curious to see what all your guys' uh, favorite food memories are. So throw them in the comments. Um, we all love food, man. And it's weird. Take a second, think about why you like it. And then you're really like the only thing that's special about it was mom made it. And that's good enough for me, man. Like it's that, it's that special ingredient you can't, you can't duplicate. So enjoy it while we can, man. Eat all that stuff, man. That stuff's so good. Um, I think we're having nachos tomorrow. I think we're having nachos. And now she does this cool thing with nachos now where she just like throws it all like and bakes it all together. So it's like a, it's good. Like, yeah, so she puts all the chips on it and then some cheese, some meat, and then she bakes it. So it's like one big cookie sheet of nachos and then you cut it up and you throw it on and you can still eat it like nachos or um, I fork and knife everything. Like, is that weird? Like, I will fork and knife everything I eat now. I just, oh, oh, we'll end it on this. The hell with Nikki. She's mean. Here's my sister's sock. So I have, so I'll fork and knife everything because I have a, a weird, like, I don't, what, what is it called? I don't like things touching my hands. Like, I don't like stickiness on my fingers. Like, that's why I don't like kids because they're always sticky. But, like, I don't, so every once, so if I eat, right so nikki you have to watch this right if i eat it's always with these two fingers like everything i eat will like really do i ever use these guys just these two fingers right my and they'll eat and then um if it's more than um, if it's more than this then i'll cut it up with the fork and knife and i'll just eat it right what nikki used to do knowing that i don't like anything touching my hands like i used to like i used to like lose my mind like i'd be eating and then like some gravy would touch my pinky and I just lose it. Right. So what Nikki likes to do is like when we go to like restaurants and stuff or go to Denny's, like she'll get her bread and she'll put the jelly on her bread. And then when I'm not looking, she'll wipe jelly on my hand, knowing that I'll lose it because I hate it. So yeah, scissors suck. Uh, but they're also really cool because that's some of the like that's I don't know, man. It's food. And I gotta find like, I don't know. I miss those days, man. I don't, because she tried to do it every once in a while. No, no, thank you. Keep that jelly away from me. But yeah, um, I think that's all I got for you guys. Leave some comments. Uh, make sure you're following uh, all the socials, the YouTubes. Um, if you want this episode, so the, uh, you're listening to this Monday. There's a handful of you guys listening. I appreciate the, the, everybody who's watching the live stream. If you want to see the so you're listening to this episode right now, Monday, on the pod uh, as a podcast. If you want to see what kitchen looks like, if you want to see my fingers and how I eat with my fingers, um, if you want to just see my hands, because I'm all over the place every once in a while, right? If you want to see the video version of it, email us at whimsy at chasingthewimsy.com. I'll add you to a like an email mailing list. Um, obviously, I'm not gonna like sell so, like it's just my website so it's just like i'll just send out like an email blast um probably tuesday-ish i think i can have it figured out um so you're gonna listen to it email me i'll send you the the live video uh, so you guys can watch it again but um i think that's all i got for you guys for right now uh appreciate everybody thanks for being amazing whimsy